Hello, hello, Aisha Grove here, the host of the Encouraged Overcomer podcast. I just want to say welcome. I'm so glad that you showed up today. You are here and ready for this discussion, and I'm excited for you to walk away encouraged. Hey, welcome to the show today. I'm so glad that you're here. This is the Encouraged Overcomer podcast. I'm your host, Aisha Grove, and this is where we discuss ways to overcome life's challenges. Now, today, we will be talking about dealing with emotionally immature family members and friends, and I know you are just waiting for this. You're like, I wanna do the Christian thing, but it's very, very difficult, and that's what we're talking about today. We're keeping it real, so if you're ready for this, get out a pen and paper, and let's get to it. All right, so first and foremost, I like to make sure that I explain what something is when we're talking about it. Emotional immaturity by clinical psychologist, Dr. Lindsay Gibson. She says, emotional immaturity is characterized by a lack of emotional awareness, poor emotional regulation, and an inability to take responsibility for one's actions. Now, I know you're probably thinking of a few people in your life that have this issue and you are the one who has to suffer the consequences of their actions or lack thereof. When you're dealing with an emotionally immature person, it just causes a ripple effect of hurt feelings and drama. Been there, done that. It is not fun and it just sucks a lot of time and energy away from you. So I want to talk about the signs of somebody that's emotionally immature and it is when they can have difficulty expressing their emotions and try to avoid conflict. Now I want to be clear that there is a difference between somebody who is avoiding conflict and someone who consciously makes a decision to step away from drama and let things die down before addressing an issue. So an emotionally immature person may avoid conflict out of fear of confrontation, lack of emotional awareness, they may avoid addressing issues altogether. They they can lead to unresolved conflicts, passive aggressive behavior, and damaged relationships. There is a difference between stepping away from a situation, then taking a moment to think about it and reflect, and then someone who is just trying to avoid it altogether and they don't have time, they don't want to hear what you have to say, and it can be hurtful. So when you're stepping away from it and letting things die down before addressing an issue, it comes from a place of emotional maturity. You recognize the importance of resolving conflicts, but also understand the value of taking a step back to gain clarity and perspective before addressing the issue at hand. There are some times when things are just getting revved up. You know that the person that is on the other side who is being emotionally immature, a lot of times it's like, how do you just realize that what they're doing is not a reflection of you? And the way that they are reacting is not your fault. You have to understand that and it's very hard and it's so easy to want to snap. I've done it. I, like I said, I've been there, done that. I've had times where I've just had to say what I had to say and get it off my chest. And that's not the right way either. God says that a slow answer turneth away wrath, taking the time in a moment to step back. Now, on the other hand, the person who is emotionally immature, they are 
are trying to um, give silence as like a punishment take away their love and attention like basically you don't exist to them anymore they don't want anything to do with you because you've offended them in some way sometimes you don't even know what you did to offend them and a lot of times their whole thought process is skewed about what actually took place and so it causes confusion and causes drama and we all know that God is not the author of confusion so you know where that drama is coming from and it ain't God so when you're dealing with someone like this it takes a process now just understand that if you choose to step back from a situation just be respectful just if the person is just going on the attack that is emotionally immature and they keep coming at you and telling you things like I need to talk about this and they and then you try to explain like hey listen this is where I'm coming from this is what's going on and they're like I don't want to hear it I don't want to talk to you they ghost you they ignore you and then they get upset and they're like you know you're doing this to me they start the blame game that is just extremely harmful and if you grew up in a family where this is normal then you tend to think that these behaviors are normal and they are not and that is not what God intended for you that is not the environment that he had or has planned for you and so we have to be the ones that act in maturity and act in a manner that is not going to ignite a situation understand that that doesn't mean that every time you respond properly they're going to have a proper response because remember they're immature <laughs> they're not going to respond the way that you hope when you are trying to be the bigger person or you're trying to just and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, you're trying to just take the higher step, the higher road. And so sometimes this makes the person even more infuriated and it can just <laughs> spiral out of control before you know it. So listen up, I've got some tips for you. I've got some ways that you can really protect your boundaries, your spirit, because let's face it, at the end of the day, this person who is emotionally immature, they may go off. They may say things that are hurtful and harmful and they may say things that may make you stay awake at night because it just hits you in your soul and they know that it does and so you want to make sure that you are taking proper steps to take care of yourself and if it's possible to take care of this situation do so but just keep in mind that if you do take a step away you have to just say look I need a moment and it is a better approach to just just let them know like I need a break from this I can't talk about this right now I, I will be able to talk maybe in a couple of days and give them a time frame of when you will continue to pick up the conversation but you don't want to continue talking about it when things are hot and heated all right so let's get into some tips for you so get your pen and paper out and get ready to take some notes if you're able if you're not and you're driving don't worry I will have some notes in the description for you later so here are ways to set boundaries and protect your mental health without completely putting these people out of your life the first tip that I have for you today is identify your triggers now take some time to reflect on the specific behaviors and situations that tend to trigger drama with this family member or this friend and this can help you just figure out and 
prepare for like potential conflicts and avoid getting caught off guard. Now you cannot avoid this altogether because like I said, let's face it, emotionally immature people are highly sensitive. You can say something that you meant no harm by it and they will take it the wrong way. And I love the Bible verse that says, great peace have they which love thy law and nothing shall offend them. An emotionally mature person is not offended by someone else's insecurities. They lack respect for other people's boundaries. For example, when you have someone in your life that you're trying to make plans with, it's a friend, it's a family member, and you're trying to say like, hey, let's do this thing. Let's meet up. Let's have fun. And they are like, okay, yeah, we'll be there at this place this time. And they are habitually late. That's an example of an emotionally immature person. They lack respect for your time. They lack respect for their own time. And they won't even come up with excuses every single time. It's like, oh, it's the traffic. Oh, it's I got out of the house late. Oh, I was struggling to do this. And it's like every time there's an excuse. And sometimes if you're on the other side of that, you've been waiting for them. It can be very triggering. I've had this happen actually to me. I have good friends that I know and they're like, yeah, this person is known for being late. And this was upon me first meeting them. They were like, oh, this person's always late. And she just laughed and she was like, yeah, I'm always late. And at first I'm like, okay, well, you know, that happens sometimes and people joke around about it. And I'm sure you've heard people joke and they're like, oh, it's a race thing or, oh, it's a this thing. No, it is a lack of leadership thing. You have to own your leadership and show up for yourself and show up for others. And so it is very disrespectful to constantly be late. And so there are people that they just don't care. And that's what people know them by. And that shows emotional immaturity. And so one time I was doing this small event where we were celebrating something in my life that I was excited for and I wanted my friends to come. And I invited them and I made sure I told them the time and I even spoke to this person and was like, hey, listen, I only have a short window of time to do this event. And so like at my house and I was like, just so you know, like it's only within this two hour window window that I have that evening so please do what you can make sure you're there on time and she was like yeah no problem I'll be there so people came and someone came it was you know late at night I would say like seven ish Maybe that's not late to most people, but for me, it is when you're a mom and you're trying to get ready for work the next day and things like that. So people came and at nine o'clock, a couple hours later, people were getting ready to leave because it was the end of what we were doing. And she called and was like, hey, I'm on my way. And I said, yeah, at this point, there's no reason to come because everyone is leaving. And so I told her, yeah. And she was like, oh, okay, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And you you know what I forgave her and I was like okay it is what it is in my mind I was just kind of like that's just you know what she does and you know I still love her as my friend but I know deep down that I cannot rely on this person to be there when it comes down to it for any case scenario that's important and I'm not just saying that because of one situation she has been late to funerals and also was late to an airport so late that the airplane left her and she was leaving with supposed to leave with a group of people and so this is not to be critical of anyone 
at all. This is just giving a real life example of, you know, something that you may have experienced yourself. And so that is just one example. But when you are dealing with that, just keep in mind that the Bible says, be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. That's Ephesians 4.26. Now, you know that that's a trigger for you. Just tell your friend ahead of time, hey, listen, or whoever it is, like, hey, listen, like, I really need you to come through for me at this time. Can you make that happen? And if you can't, just, it's fine, but just let me know ahead of time. And sometimes they mean well, but it's just, they are not, and I say this over and over because it is the truth, they are not stepping into their own leadership. And if you want to know if that's the case, like, think about someone that is super like just well-known that is known for being sharp and a leader, Les Brown or Jim Rohn or Tony Robbins. Like I'm thinking of motivational speakers right now. (laughs) Mel Robbins, okay? Um, Think of those people. Could you imagine them being an hour late to their event? Absolutely not. And that's because their whole persona, their whole, what people know them for is for being people of their word. And a sign of emotional immaturity is not keeping your word to someone, to yourself. And it happens to everyone, okay? So it's so important that you try to think ahead, be ahead of the game. So people who are constantly late, people who are constantly canceling, you're trying to you're trying to do something fun with them. There's always something coming up last minute and they're just ghosting you. Have you ever had that happen? Oh my goodness, if you have, I wanna hear from you, okay? Reach out to me, let me know. Because it is frustrating, so, so frustrating. and you're like, listen, everybody's busy, but I'm busy too. And I'm making time for you. And so that can be definitely a trigger. And I know it is for me. So I'm just sharing my own personal example about that. Show up for yourself, show up in your own leadership. If you struggle with this, I am sorry. I want to have a disclaimer. I should have had this at the beginning, but I am going to tell you that some of the stuff that I'm talking about, I know that somebody may feel like, oh gosh, that's me, or I feel hurt. But listen, if there is an area that you are meant to grow, then grow in that area, right? And don't take offense to what someone's saying, especially when you know it's true. That is a sign of maturity and a sign of, hey, this is what it is right now, but this is not going to stay that way. And you have the ability to change anything you want in your life. This is for you who are dealing with the people in your life who are emotionally immature and they're causing you triggers. Making sure that you handle that properly and you set up things for you that are going to help you succeed in this area and dealing with these people, it's gonna go a long way. The second one, communicate clearly and assertively. Don't let people just walk all over you and take your energy, your high level energy to where you're affected by it and you can't even function because it hits you so hard. The people who they call empaths, I'm talking to you. When you take on the burden of burdens and you carry them on your shoulder, the weight of the world, and you know that this person is angry at you, you know that they are being volatile, but you are just like, it's my fault, it's me, and I love this person, I'm supposed to be there for this person. And when it affects your peace and it affects your just inner being, when you don't feel calm and you don't feel nurtured and you don't feel supported because 
they can't do that when they are just going off in certain things in certain ways. So when you're feeling that way, you can't allow them to penetrate into your heart and into your mind. Their negative opinions and just projections onto you should not affect you. And if they do, you have to be assertive in what you will and will not allow. We talked about this a little bit in the first step, which was identify your triggers. But remember, it's important to be clear and assertive about your boundaries and expectations. You should have certain positive expectations and non-negotiables for the relationships in your life. Why? Because your network is your net worth and the people that are sucking you dry should not be in your inner circle and they should not have access to you 24 hours a day. You have to protect your mind and your, your spirit. You have to guard your heart. And I say this because we think we have so many problems in this life. We're like, man, I have a problem with like controlling what I eat. I have a problem with like going out and exercising and and doing good for myself. No, you don't have a problem. You are literally the product of your environment. And it doesn't have to be that way. Because when you remove yourself from the environment, then you put yourself in a high level environment with the people who are going to nurture you and support you and help you to grow and encourage you, then you realize, huh, how did that happen? How did I just start losing weight like this? How did I just start making better choices because the people you're around are making better choices. Who are you around? Look around. If you're constantly being sucked into family drama or friend drama and you have these people that you do something wrong and then this friend ignores you for days and they don't want to talk about it until they're ready to talk about it and then when you try to talk about it they don't want to hear it. They don't have time for you. They invalidate your feelings. They just they're like selfish. They're self-centered. Those are not the people that are going to help you grow. It's a fact that if you're around somebody who is actively losing weight and they're taking care of their health, you're going to do the same. It's also a fact that if you are around somebody that doesn't care for their health and they are just like complacent and comfortable with where they're at, then chances are you will be that way. So if you know that's the case, why not make sure that everything that is surrounding you is good for your soul and good for your mind and good for your heart and good for your spirit and not working up those emotions. Now I understand you can't just X out every single person in your life that is emotionally immature, right? And so these are just tips to help you to get through that. So, you know, communicate assertively, avoid getting defensive or reactive with them, and instead focus on expressing your needs and concerns in a respectful and calm manner. There are phone calls that you don't need to be on. There is drama, (laughs) gossip, slander, all kinds of things you don't need to be hearing. Sometimes it is okay to turn off the news, okay? Things, external factors that are happening that you're just like always want to know. Like there's a part of us that loves hearing negative news because we're like, oh, what, what, what happened? It just feeds our curiosity as people. And if you're constantly putting that in, think about this, garbage in, garbage out. And it will affect your relationship. And we are trying to have beautiful, strong, healthy relationships, not toxic. Toxic relationships will literally change you into a person that you don't 
want to be. So guard your life at all costs because you are worthy, because you matter, because you're a child of God, because you want things of God pumped into you so that you can keep your spirit full. If you remember a previous episode, I talked about the spirit and how God gives us a spirit full of power and love and a sound mind. And we go through our day and which just like we start out with a full balloon full of air. And then as we go through the day, situations and people and it just it shrinks the air out of that balloon and then we're trying to accomplish great things from a defeated spirit now how is that going to work right so make sure that you're you're taking the time to think about this focus on what you can do that will benefit the both of you if possible you also want to protect these people too because you love them they're in your life because you care and sometimes you love someone so 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 much that you're willing to put up with whatever they're throwing at you and you're just gonna take it because you love them you want them in your life and you want to keep them and you want to have a good relationship with them And I totally understand that. And especially when it's family, I am telling you, it is so hard. And your own family will tell you like, oh, I thought you're supposed to be the Christian and you need to do the Christian thing. And it's like, there is no room for error. They are expecting you to be perfect. And you, if you go off the rails and you let anger take control of you, they will, they will hold it over your head and hold a grudge as though nothing wrong ever happened to make you feel that way or for you to respond that way. And it's It's like they gaslight you and act like that didn't even happen and you're the one blowing things out of proportion and when it's family there's always somebody else involved and it's just it's difficult I understand that but you need to take a step back you need to reflect you need to stay calm and respectful and even if they say things that are not true they will go around and tell other people they did this to me and you know in your heart of hearts that you didn't and you want so badly to just defend yourself and it's like I'm telling you it is not worth your time do you know how many times people People accuse Jesus of things that he was not guilty of and he just calmly and quietly walked away from the situation and even in their anger they tried to get him worked up and he he didn't fall for it that is emotional maturity and I'm glad Jesus is Jesus and I'm not Jesus because I would have been like crying and like why are you doing this to me and trying to prove my point and just wanting the truth to be found and I am like one of those people that I I live by my integrity and in the first episode where I mentioned I grew up and I was constantly like lying and stealing and cheating and feeling like I had to hide who I was and what I was literally experiencing because I just wanted people to see only the best sides of me and then even within my own like family I was still lying and cheating and they saw the worst of me and it was just like I just couldn't do right in my mind. I just kept on reverting back to that. And it's just, it's super hard. But I am telling you that you can overcome it. And you can get through it. You can change what you can control. The things that are in your control are the only things you can change. Someone's reactions are not in your control. Someone's thought of you or their thoughts of you, that's not in your control. The way they treat you, that's not something you can control. But guess what? You can control your spirit. You can control taking care of yourself. And when those triggers hit, you can be aware. And like I said in the first point, identify them, recognize them right away and make sure that you're still taking care of yourself, even when it hurts. 
because that is what is important. And that person is not the only person in your life. You have other people to take care of. You may have other friends and other family that really do support you and really do want to take the time to get to know you and make time for you and show up for you. And those people are there. And sometimes you just spend so much on relationships that are just not going anywhere. And it doesn't mean you have to cut these people out of your life, but it does mean that you do have to create boundaries for yourself and this is hard to hear I know that but this is the encouraged overcomer and this is from me to you from my heart to your heart telling you that greatness is within you and it is time it is time to level up the third point I have for you is practice empathy while it can be frustrating dealing with somebody who is emotionally immature your friend or your family member it can be helpful to try to understand their perspective and remember that their behavior may be a reflection of their own struggles with emotions and relationships and it is definitely difficult but at the same time always operate in a place of love and some way somehow it will work out it will come back together somehow and if it doesn't listen when you do what you can do and you're not trying to ignite a situation God sees and he knows regardless of what others are saying, regardless of what that person is saying, regardless of the situation at hand, God knows. The fourth thing that I want to share with you is to seek support. Dealing with drama can be emotionally taxing. So it's important to seek support from your friends, other trusted family members, or therapists. Having a safe space to process your emotions and get perspective can help you maintain a healthy balance. There are so many things that we overcome in this life and a lot of times we keep it inside of us and we take it to our grave and I am really trying to make it a normal thing to get help and to seek help and you want to make sure that when you're choosing somebody who is going to counsel you or you know a therapist is trying to help you just like get to the deep root of certain thought processes and philosophies and just thoughts that you just want to overcome you want to make sure that they have the same understanding as you do. So if you're a believer, obviously you would want to make sure that the person giving you advice is also a believer because they will give you advice from a standpoint or help you pull things out of you from a perspective of somebody who loves God. So just make sure you're paying attention to that. And sometimes when you are expressing the way you feel to other friends and family, then sometimes the people that you are actually speaking to cannot even deal with what you're telling them and they don't even have the capacity to take on all of that pressure from what your situation is to theirs and so that's also something to be mindful of and so that's why it is a benefit if possible to get professional help it's important to set and maintain healthy boundaries with the people in your life now you can't completely get these you know these situations out of your life they're gonna come up if it already happened it's going to most likely happen again but you can limit contact and interactions with people and you can be honest and you can say hey when this goes to this place when we're talking or you know this outcome takes place it it is a lot and it is something that does affect me and when this happens I have to step away from it and I will need a moment and so I will not get into it when things are hot and do it in a time where they're like calm and not when they are actively agitated because it's just going to, like I said, ignite things and make them worse. 
So just remember that taking a step back from someone who's emotionally immature doesn't have to mean cutting them out entirely. Just set your clear boundaries, practice your empathy, have assertive communication, and focus on the healthy relationships that you do have. The relationships that can grow and help you to become a better person. When you're dealing with emotionally immature person, they don't want to take responsibility for their actions and instead they blame others for their own mistakes. But when you're in a healthy relationship, maybe there's a misunderstanding or something, they will come to you and they will say, you know what, I'm sorry about that. I stepped into your shoes and I realized that maybe I didn't handle that the proper way. And they're not afraid to apologize. That is a sign of a healthy, mature, responsible relationship. A lot of times, emotionally immature people, they are scared. They're scared of being rejected and losing control. A lot of times they're control freaks and they don't just want to control them and their world. They want to control you. And so it's so important to understand that they know that when a situation is going the way that they don't want it to go, that they have this thought that they are losing control. And so not only are they losing control inside, but then it comes out and then you happen to be there in that moment. And so that's how it comes off to you and off on you. Shifting blame is not the way. If you try to call them out on whatever they're doing, it's not going to make things better. You can try and try and try to explain yourself. And sometimes it's hard because emotionally immature people, they can just take things too far. And sometimes it damages relationships, but they don't see that. And they won't acknowledge their role in a situation. Sometimes they're scared of certain circumstances going on in their life and they take it out on you. And you have to understand that that is not your fault. And just know that you are in control of your responses and your emotions. I love the verse in Colossians 4, 6. It says, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. Think about it. Is what I'm about to say seasoned with grace? Or is it seasoned with accusation and I'm going to let you know what you did? I'm going to tell you about yourself. Make sure that you gain perspective. Galatians 6, 2 says, bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Make sure that you remember that God didn't give you fear. He gave you power. God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now, that was a lot. And I know that I said a lot that is convicting. Wow, I haven't used that word in a long time. <laughs> but I know that it can be convicting. I also know that there can be things that you may be thinking of, situations and the people in your life that you're like, mm-hmm, yep, there's one. And it's it's one of those things that none of us are perfect and you have the power over your thoughts, over your actions, over your spirit, and you cannot control anybody else but yourself. So take careful thought about how to guard your heart and your mind and your spirit and still love people in the process because love is of God. And when you operate in a place of love, blessings come through for you. Abundance comes through for you. But when you operate in a place of hate, then guess what? The opposite, where you feel like you're in poverty. You're like, I can't just, I just can't get ahead. I'm trying, I'm seeking, I'm doing. And it's like, it's getting nowhere. And why? And it's because you're allowing the outside situations to affect your heart. The Bible says, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. If you work on keeping your heart in the right place, 
you won't be bent on trying to prove somebody wrong or pointing out what they did. You will be so consumed with God's love and his spirit that it is evident and there is evidence in your life that nobody, nobody can take away from you. Know that those people who are dealing with those things, they have issues of life because something happened that messed with their heart. Somewhere along the way, someone, something hurt them. And instead of trying to repair their heart and rebuild their heart, they're operating from a place that is broken. If you are somebody who you're listening to this episode and you realize, wow, I have some things that I have to work on personally. Know that being in that state of brokenness is not what God has planned for you. It's not. Jeremiah 29 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Keep those words in your heart today when you're dealing with people. Have a great day and above all else, stay encouraged. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If this was valuable to you, please be sure to leave a review. Hit that subscribe button so that you are notified when the next episode launches. And also be sure to share this with someone you love. If you are looking for more resources on how to stay encouraged, please click the link in the description and I'll be happy to serve you. I'm looking forward to the next time. Stay encouraged.